Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Hi, friends, and welcome back. You know, last week we talked about the power of words and how word choice can influence our thinking about the situations we're in. And today I wanted to build on that a bit by looking at two little words that can have the potential for us to focus more on the negative side of things or help us see alternatives to our thinking. So I want you to just think for a moment about these sentences and the difference between the two feelings each invokes by changing just one of the conjunctions. So here's the first sentence. I said I was going to go for a walk, but I just have too much to do. Versus, I said I was going to go for a walk, and I can figure out a way to get these things done and go. How did that first sentence make you feel? Did you feel like you could actually go for a walk? Or did you feel that really you had so much to do there was just no way to fit it in? Versus the second sentence, where you basically told your brain, yes, you wanted to go for a walk, and you still valued the idea that you had something to do, and yet were able to figure out a way to make both happen. Think about the difference between these two sentences. I'm so glad I got that test done, but there is so much more to do. Versus, I'm so glad I got that task done and I'm ready for the next thing that I need to do. Do you feel the difference between those two sentences? When we use the word but, we basically negate the first part of the sentence. When we use and, we honor the first part of the sentence and move on to the second part of the sentence. So what does this have to do with goals? Remember, our brains are always trying to keep us safe and make things simple. And when we use the word but, it can give us an out for following through on the actions that move us toward our goals. This is true no matter if your goals are around money, relationships, weight loss, or wanting a new job. When we use the word but, we tend to limit ourselves. So let's put this into practical application. So take, for instance, a money goal. Your goal is to have a month's worth of expenses in your savings account. So this is going to involve having to cut back on your weekly spending, maybe look at how you're spending money differently, and put money in that extra money into the account. So now imagine you're in that situation and you're at the end of a long day and don't feel like making dinner. You think, I said I wouldn't eat out this week, but one drive through meal won't hurt. You have just negated your goal. Let's look at how your thinking might change if we used and instead. So what if you said, I said I wouldn't eat out this week, and even though I'm tired, I can choose to make a simple dinner rather than spending more money going through the drive-thru. Do you see how and helps your brain see that your goals are important and worth showing up for even when you're inclined to do something different? You'll notice the same thing if you're looking at exercise goals. Your goal might be to go to the gym before work every day. You wake up one morning and don't really want to get out of bed. Your brain may offer, hey, I plan to go to the gym, but I can just do it after work. Again, you may or may not go to the gym after work, 
but the point is you didn't show up for your goal. How might that change if you said to yourself instead, I plan to go to the gym, and even though it's awfully nice here, I will feel great going to the gym right now. You have now given your brain a reason why it's better to follow through on your goal rather than stay in bed. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that interesting how changing one little conjunction can have such an impact on the way we move forward or don't move forward? This works really well in relationships too. So think about how different the perception would be to a student if you said, thank you so much for picking up that pencil and now I would like it to be in your desk versus thank you so much for picking up that pencil, but it needs to be in your desk. That one word makes a difference between the student feeling like they did something correct that they just need to build on as compared to feeling like they did it all together wrong. So the first step towards change is awareness. How many times do you use the word but in a way that is limiting? When I first learned about the differences and outcomes depending on which one of these words I used, I'd never really realized how many times I used the word but in my thinking. And that really resulted in the stagnation or setbacks in reaching my goals. Once I became aware of it, I worked hard towards replacing but with and to see what difference it might make. And what I found out was that I stuck to my goals more often than not because of changing that one word. Of course, this takes intentional practice and we will never be perfect at it. I think that's the one thing in self-development work that really needs to be emphasized. There is never an eradication of habit thoughts. Habit thoughts are here to stay. It's just what we choose to do with them when they come up. When we are aware and we want to make a change, then we can be purposeful in how we move forward. So this is the one way I've personally maintained my current weight for four years. I catch my thoughts and use but as a justification for eating in a way that doesn't maintain my weight. And I recognize those thoughts and address them right there in the minute with an and sentence in the moment. So for me, that looks something like, oh, I've eaten enough, but it's so good. I want more. And once I hear that thought, then I can purposely think, yes, it is good and I can have more at my next meal when I'm hungry again. This focus on and instead of but keeps me showing up for my goals and moving forward instead of allowing my brain to take me on a trip to stagnation, self-sabotage, and setbacks where my goals are concerned. Now, again, that didn't happen overnight. This took me a long time to keep moving towards this idea of replacing but with and and being super aware when it was happening. And there were many, many times that I allowed but to rule over and as I was practicing at first, right? Practice makes improvement. We're still going to make mistakes. Mistakes are how we learn. And yet we want to stay aware. So if you can take a day to see if you can become aware of how many times you use but in your thinking and how many times you use and, it's super enlightening. Again, the tricky part is that it's so ingrained in our thinking that we often don't realize we're doing it or it feels very true and unchangeable. And many times we think that these are just facts. That's just the way it is. And yet, when we become aware that there is a choice in how we think about things or how we say things, we realize we have more power than we think around the choices we make in moving towards our goal. 
So another piece of it is we're a, a society of immediate gratification and goals tend to be long-term. So many times we use but to justify in the moment actions. Don't be fooled. This is not a quick fix or even easy work. You may find yourself judging yourself a bit when you see how often this occurs in your life. Make sure you're giving yourself some grace. We all do it and we all have the ability to shift it to occur less often so that we can be successful in our lives. You may find certain situations where you use but more and other situations where using and is an easy shift. This is all part of the work. Celebrate your successes along the way and honor the fact that you are trying and may not be where you want to be yet. That's okay. This is the first step. And I can tell you from personal experience that the more you create the opportunities to use and instead of but, the more you will reach your future potential. Now, don't overwhelm yourself with trying to fix everything right away as soon as you notice it. Again, that first step is complete awareness. Allow yourself to be aware of when you use the word but and the actions that you take right after. That simple awareness will make you more conscious of when you were using the word but instead of the word and. And then you just make that 1% little change. Remember, you cannot change everything all at once. That's when your brain just goes wild and it's harder to move forward. So try making just one little change. If you notice a pattern in your life where but is impacting you in a more negative way, see if you can't change just one thought that you have that uses the word but. Usually you'll see a pattern, uh, at least for me, and I know for many of my clients, what they begin to see is a pattern of one thought where but gets in the way. Uh, and for some of my, for a majority of my clients, it's but it's just too hard or but I don't think I can do it, or but I'll never be able to do that. Those are usually the thoughts that are goal stoppers. So just make yourself aware, make yourself focus on when do you use that word but to justify not following through on your goals. And you know, some of your goals could be super simple. Uh, I think I mentioned last week, or maybe it was the week before, my goal of every Sunday doing my meal preps and get everything ready for the week. Uh, that was also a goal, right? To show up for myself on a weekly basis so that I am not having to do those things during my work week. And yet that was often stopped by a thought of, you know, but I can just do it tomorrow. And that was the recurring thought that included the word but that I really needed to work on. And so I had to find a replacement thought for but I could do it tomorrow. And that replacement thought was, and if I do it now, future Katie is going to be so appreciative. 
and I think I even mentioned that earlier last week that that you know that is my replacement thought though is thinking ahead of how I will feel in the future if I do those things right now that's another place where you can start and just thinking about future self how will you feel when that's done how will you feel if you followed through with that goal and that can follow and right so that can be and I will feel so much better when I do this and this will result in me not having to do this at a future date. So wh whatever that and sentence is that follows, see if you can't find that one thought that's pretty repetitive and pretty habit invoking that includes the word but, and see if you can shift it to and. And just see how that works for you. See if you can see a difference between the way you feel and act when you use the word and as opposed to the pattern that you noticed when you were using the word but. Again, this is slow and steady work. This is not a quick fix by any means. This is something that as we gain awareness in our mindset, we can be more intentional and purposeful in focusing on how we want to think and feel. Uh, because when you are more intentional and purposeful on meeting your goals, using a positive mindset, using those empowering words versus those, dis those disempowering words, you start to get those little wins. And those little wins snowball into big giant steps towards your goal. But again, don't try to do it all at once. Start just with noticing. Start just with noticing and see what you can build on from there. So that's what I have for you today on our podcast. I encourage you to just be aware over the next few days or maybe even today after listening to this podcast, just go from here until the end of your day and see if you notice where but versus and shows up in your life. I'm Katie Barrett. I love working with my clients around mindset so that they can reach their goals, whether that's a social, emotional, or physical goal that you have, a tangible goal that you have. Uh, this is the work that I love to do, and I love to see my clients gain their own success and their own joyful happiness in their life. I encourage you to visit me on my website to find out how you can work with me. My website is thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. I also encourage you, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful in your journey towards finding joy, please go ahead, hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling motivated to do so, please leave a review. Reviews help other people that are looking to do this work recognize that this might be a podcast that could be helpful for them as well. So thank you so much. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next week. Live joyfully.